Ah, whenever you hear that song, you know who's coming next. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Vanish Wealth Management. All your investments, financial planning needs, a lot more than that. They have some great people working there, and I listened to the, the Money Talk this Saturday right here on WTMJ. Dave Spano joining us. Hi, Dave. Hello. Welcome. How are you? Everybody doing? Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I did, and I hope you did as well. I did. Very busy. Didn't eat too much. That's always a victory. So I'm going to start with this one, Mr. Spano. Yes. You have been very optimistic, which I appreciate because I think that's the, that's the right way to think about where this country, this economy is going. Some great numbers over the weekend, right? Americans are spending up 5%. Um, busiest travel day ever yesterday. We've seen people going on vacations, international, domestic, spending money. Prices are down in some sectors, right? Eggs are cheaper. Gas is cheaper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of reason for optimism, right? There really is, and it's really coming out in valuations. The stock market's having a terrific year. Right, four weeks high, right? Four weeks, yeah, roll, the S&P yeah. 500 is up 19% this year. And so that is because we're starting to see all of these these data points that you pointed out. That's starting to make its way through the system right now. And so, and by the way, now we're starting to get into a good time of the year, and that is really, that's why I talk about seasonality. There is facts to that, and of course today is Cyber Monday, but this is four straight positive weeks in a row, and now the S&P is up 19%, and people are going to look at their portfolios and go, wait a second. Well, that is because you look at how that was put together. The NASDAQ was up substantially, but the Dow Jones was not. But in total, in aggregate, the S&P has had a pretty good year. So one of the big questions, and I saw this on your newsletter, Axiom, which comes out every week, will the Fed reverse course and lower rates next year? What do you think? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, you look at data points right now, and there is the general suggestion that we could see as many as four rate cuts next year. Now, that's the double-edged sword example, because if they actually start to lower rates, that would suggest that we're going to get the slowing down that everyone has been anticipating. But as you know, I have been positive, and I said there is a possibility that we are going to get a soft landing. We, you know, ninety percent of the economists last year said, you know, this is you know, a year ago in January that this is what's going to happen. We're going to have a recession. We're going to have the stock market uh, correction. That we're going all of these things, and that's not what happened. Partly is because of the fact that in employment remained very good and interest rates were starting to trend down and inflation was starting to trend down and so you can see that the you know we saw a rally the 10-year treasury started to come down 50 basis points that's a big deal that's about 10 percent and that is the reason why you started to see this rally is this the real life playing out of the soft landing well we can see that now let's not get ahead of ourselves because there's a lot of things that we're going to have to watch out for and of course that is that you know, there's still inflation out there. We've seen a rally in global yields, and there's still no doubt, you know, we have a China-U.S. fallout. We've got a Russia-Ukraine issue. We've got an Israel-Hamas issue. All of those things are putting geopolitical risk, and you just never know if you wake up tomorrow morning and there's a problem. We, You know, it, the market reacts to problems that we don't know. And it does, it does react to the things that we already are doing, and the market is really starting to digest a lot of this information, a lot of a lot of this geopolitical risk, and now they're starting to talk about what next year looks like, and it's it's beginning to look a, a little bit more positive than what most people have thought. One of the other big ones that comes up every time we talk about the economy is credit card debt. What do you think? It's it's rising, 
Are Americans meeting their debt? Are they are they challenging themselves? Maybe sometimes don't even think about that challenge down the road. Yeah, there, there's no question that that is something we are watching. And, you know, I talked a lot about what the Fed was doing in trying to curb inflation. But, you know, fiscal policy was, was a major part of inflation. And I know I, I was pretty clear about that. But you know, one of those main culprits was there was $2.2 trillion in excess savings that was put into the economy likely because of, of, of fiscal policy, in other words, that from the government and not from the Federal Reserve. And, and all of that money went to put money in people's pockets, and now they began to spend that. So most of that, that $2.000 trillion is being, uh, a, a being used up, number one. And then number two, they're going in and starting to get credit card debt. And, of course, you know, when interest rates are higher, that means that it's, you know, things are more expensive. If you're trying to go out and get a mortgage, you know, it's significantly higher than what it was a year ago. And, of course, there still is um, there's still more demand than there is supply in the housing market. So all of that says this it's not all, you know, ro- roses and, and, and puppies here. Is that we have to look at things that are, are, are in reality. We do think that you have to move cautiously, but we did have a really nice run, and this run could continue. I was listening to Money Talk on Saturday as I was driving around, and you were talking about the importance of a plan. And as we approach the new year, I mean, you can you don't have to wait to the new year to do it. You should do it right now or any time of the year. But having a plan versus just kind of playing the markets yourself or just kind of assembling all these different assets in your own fashion with no supervision, no guidance, no expertise, that's a dangerous formula. Well, let's just say, you know, I like to use the word mishmash. And, that you know, a lot of times people come in, Steve, and they have all of these accounts from different places. You know, they might have had a brokerage account. They might have been doing some something on their side. They might have bought, you know, an, an annuity from the insurance guy down the street or, or whatever it is, and they come in, and it's this big mishmash. And we have to put that all together, and people really feel relieved once it's all together. They can see what they own, and, and why is it in there? How did it get there? How much are you paying for it? And that's when I always say, know what you own and why you own it. That's what we do. And we collect it all together. We give them back this this balance sheet, if you will. And then we say, this is what perhaps you should do going forward. This is a high-cost product. We might want to take a look at getting rid of that. Or you may want to move some assets around. But you might have, well, you might want to have exposure into a different industry that you don't have today. You know, there's no doubt that AI is is real and it's out there, and it's going to make changes. And the other thing is, that's happening is people continue to travel. As you said, it was a huge travel day uh, this past weekend, and it's not just here. I had friends who you know, were just back in, from the, the Caribbean, and they said the hotels were jam-packed, the beaches were jam-packed, the restaurants were all full. So people are continuing to travel as well. So there are, it is going to be an interesting 2024, especially leading up to an election where both sides are going to claim what they're going to claim on the economy. Sort, sort of on that theme, how much or how big of a piece of this equation is consumer confidence? If consumers feel confident, sometimes even ignoring some of the economic realities of their own budgets, that sort of drives the, the conversation, right? And, and that's what's happening right now, Steve, is you look at the fact that unemployment rates are still very low. You know, anytime you're at 4% or low, economists like to say that's full employment. That's the term that they use, and that's where we are. Even though it's starting to tick higher, we're still, mo- most people who want a job can get a job. And if they have a job, they can go out and then go and spend that. Well, even if you have the money and you have the job, but you don't have confidence or you have you fear that you might lose your job, 
then you might change your spending habits. But you can see it today. Today is a great example on, on, on Cyber Monday. People have been waiting for lower prices, and that is kind of the you know a deflationary type of environment. And that's the reason why most economists are more concerned about deflation than inflation, because inflation you can you can you there's things you can do there's tools that the Fed has to slow down. But confidence is a big part of deflation, and that's the thing we want to look at right now is make sure that we didn't go from a high inflation environment to a deflationary environment, because that is uh, that is a slippery slope. Things are, those are something that we're going to have to watch, a term we're going to have to watch in 2024 and 2025 is you hear this term disinflationary or deflationary, two different meanings, but they, they are generally means prices are declining. All right, a fun one before we let you go. Dave Spano, done with your shopping, Not have, hasn't even started or somewhere in the middle. So, you know, I'm an old school guy. I used to, you know, like around the 22nd of December, I'd run <laughs> That's out like and me. start. <laughs> but now, now, you know, uh, the the chief executive office of the Spano House, she's completely in charge. Uh, I just, uh, the credit, just pay the credit card bills now. So uh, other other than her, she takes care of the kids and the family and everybody else. So she's in charge and she's she's Johnny on the spot with that. So I, I generally wait till the last thing, uh, last time, and I know what she wants, so I'm going to get that. Same situation. I know what she wants. I'm going to get, I'll take care of it ahead of time, but I'm, I'm traditionally a guy that like, I used to love shopping the day before Christmas. That was, <laughs> right. that was the fun well, or, or you might have been one of those guys who said you're going shopping and you're at the corner pub having an old fashioned. You know, uh, you know the me whole too. Bar well, was full of guys who said they're Christmas shopping. And I've seen that game before. Ah, uh, that's that's the old days, Dave Spano. I'm, I've I've reformed <laughs> and changed my life. All right, Dave, we'll do it again next Monday. Dave Spano, CEO, President of Annex Wealth Management, host of Money Talk, heard right here every Saturday morning. Thank you, Dave. Dave Spano Thanks. on his way to his week, a busy week. Numbers look fantastic.